1: and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
2: Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. Airlines still dealing with travel chaos. We have the story.
3: Some Southwest travelers are still stranded at Eisenhower Airport. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead.
1: Suspect arrested in a fatal Wichita double shooting. I'm Dan O'Neill.
3: I'm KNSF,
4: Meteorologist and Holiday. A pretty nice start to the morning here in Wichita with temperatures warming a few degrees today before cold front moves through. What can we expect for the rest of the afternoon and this week? Our full forecast is coming up.
2: Families hoping to catch a Southwest Airlines flight after days of cancellations, missing luggage and missed family connections are suffering through another wave of scrubbed flights. Another 2,500 flights being pulled from arrival and departure boards Wednesday and more were expected throughout the day exhausted travelers seeking alternative routes with other airlines on the ground by rental car or train or they simply have given up according to the flightaware tracking service more than 91% of all canceled flights in the us early wednesday were from southwest which has been unable to recover from ferocious winter storms that raked large swaths of the country over the weekend
3: Another criminal probe into Republican New York Congressman-elect George Santos is announced. Federal prosecutors
4: reportedly have now launched an investigation into Santos's finances as the not-yet-sworn-in congressman faces questions about the origins of his wealth. The prosecutors are reportedly scrutinizing his financial disclosure filings, focusing on the origins of money he spent on his campaign. Previously, the Nassau County, New York, D.A. announced an investigation into claims Santos made on his resume while running for office claims Santos now admits were false. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Wichita
2: police have arrested a suspect in a double homicide.
1: Police say they arrested a man who is suspected of killing two people in a quadruple shooting in southeast Wichita over the weekend. The Kansas Highway Patrol confirms that they helped in the arrest using aircraft to locate the suspect. His name has not yet been released. Meanwhile, another suspect was also taken into custody. Both men arrested in the 3,100 block of North Fairview near 29th and Broadway. The shootings happened just before 10 last Friday night in the 900 block of South Mission. Police say a man and woman died inside of an apartment following a house party. Two men, ages 22 and 42, also suffered gunshot wounds and were taken to an area hospital with serious injuries, but they are expected to survive. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Wichita
3: police arrested a man in connection with a double shooting in northeast Wichita. Police say 24-year-old Tamori Wright shot and critically injured a 23-year-old man and a 17-year-old girl near 13th and Oliver in the 1100 block of North Harding. Wright was booked on suspicion of two counts of attempted murder. Investigators say the three people knew each other. The shooting is not considered to be a random incident.
2: Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has become one of the first Democratic governors to ban the use of TikTok on state-issued devices. Her action Wednesday to restrict the popular social media app comes five days after Congress approved the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill that banned TikTok from most U.S. government-issued devices for employees. Republican governors in at least 15 states have imposed such restrictions.
3: New U.S. policy as of January 5th will require negative COVID tests from all travelers into the country Arriving from China.
5: The CDC says in order to come to the U.S. from China, air travelers over the age of two will need to show a negative COVID test taken no more than two days before traveling. And this goes for people who go from China to a second country before then arriving here. The test must be a PCR test or self-administered antigen test overseen by a telehealth service or licensed provider. This comes as videos trickle out of China, showing overwhelmed hospitals, though an exact number of new cases isn't clear. An Omicron variant known as BF7 is considered by doctors in Hong Kong to be behind an outbreak in Beijing. The Chinese Communist Party ended its strict lockdowns under a zero-COVID policy just a few weeks ago after Chinese people began protesting. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
2: KNSS Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock.
3: Liberty Bowl action last night, college football, the Jayhawks. We'll see how things went on a long game last night. We'll have highlights coming up in sports.
2: In Chicago, a woman arrested for attacking a small dog. That story and more Uh coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. KNS has morning news with Steve at head down 707, seven minutes past seven o'clock. The emergency accident reporting plan is no longer in effect for Sedgwick County. ERP had been activated on December 21st due to severe weather and dangerous
3: driving conditions. The area included Wichita, Sedgwick County, Haysville, Derby, and Goddard. The man accused of attacking and assaulting the husband of House Speaker Nancy
6: Pelosi appears in court. David DePap entered a plea of not guilty to California charges he faces after his alleged attack on Paul Pelosi in October. He also says he isn't guilty of state and federal charges that pertain to threats de is accused of making against Speaker Pelosi. Prosecutors have charged de with attempted murder, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse following the attack they say he committed on Paul Pelosi wielding a hammer. DePap, in the hearing, waived his right to a speedy trial. The judge set his next appearance for February 23rd, when a trial date may possibly be set. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Legal pot sales begin in
2: the Big Apple today.
4: New York State's first legal recreational marijuana dispensary opens today in Manhattan. The first pot sales will be at the Housing Works Cannabis Company in Greenwich Village, which was awarded the contract. Proceeds from the dispensary sales will be used by the nonprofit to address HIV, AIDS, and homelessness issues. New York decriminalized the possession of up to three ounces of marijuana in 2019 to adults 21 years of age or older for recreational purposes. In New York, I'm Sue Guzman, Fox News.
2: And in Chicago, a woman is arrested for attacking a small dog. The 61-year-old woman was talking to a 15-year-old girl who was walking her pet chihuahua on Monday when the older woman then allegedly attacked the dog without warning, stabbing it several times, causing serious injuries. The woman was caught by
4: the girl's father, arrested, and charged with aggravated cruelty to animals and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. She's being held on $25,000 bond.
2: An animal rescue group is raising money for the dog's medical bills. Kevin Ureski, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.0, it's 7.10. Uh, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area this morning, 269 a gallon. That's a
7: pretty common price. But that's also the high end, low end out there. I'm seeing it's easy enough to find 265 a gallon gasoline. I spotted uh, 265 gas, 31st Street South, and K15, also at a couple of stations in Hayesville. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330
2: KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now, the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams.
6: Good morning, Ron L. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Happy Thursday. Yes, Yay. Thursday. Yippee, yippee. Nice yippie, yippie. day. Yeah, nice day. Yeah, you know, I feel like we're just rolling right along, especially after last week, you know, just a week ago, you know, last Thursday, that's when we uh, we began that, you know, that dangerous cold snap that we had. And of course, you know, the Sunflower State, Wichita, Kansas, we weren't the only ones in the region and can't even really say the region, but the only ones in the entire country, you know, dealing with that dangerous cold. So that was just a, a short time a week ago. And now it just seems like we're rolling right along, about to head into the new year with much better conditions out there, uh, enjoyable conditions really when it comes to uh, not only our afternoon temperatures, but even our morning temperatures where things haven't been too chilly out there. And that's exactly what we're going to see today. Now we do have a system that's sliding through the region. This is going to impact our temperatures, minor impacts though. Now what I mean is we got up to 59, close to 60 officially in Wichita yesterday, down to 54 today for High, So we're only going to uh, lose about five degrees. We'll still be in the 50s and it's still going to be well above average for this time of year by uh, late December standards. We'll also have mostly to partly cloudy sky. So similar to yesterday, more of that intermittent cloud cover, but not expecting an overcast sky. We'll also stay dry, and also, wind's not going to be as gusty. I know it was a windy day yesterday. We will uh, still have a breeze out of the southwest and west, only at about 10 to 20 miles an hour, but again, not not as windy as yesterday. Mix of clouds and stars tonight, and be ready for a colder start compared to this morning. We'll actually drop back down below freezing to start our Friday, uh, dropping down to 29 degrees, and we'll also have uh, more clouds in the mixture with our sunshine, too. Down to 50 degrees for a high. Still mild, but continuing to just shave off more of those degrees out there. Uh, By New Year's Eve, 52. 10% chance of rain that we'll have to watch out for early in the morning, possibly into the afternoon. So far, doesn't necessarily look like a sure thing and not something that I think we need to necessarily worry about right now either. 55 Sunday, New Year's Day, back up into the middle 50s and then into the start of next week with a high of 56. We'll also have a better chance of seeing some rainfall as another system rolls through the region. It looks like we're looking at a 40% chance already. So we'll continue to watch out for that. So far, it looks like we'll dry right back out by Tuesday and then temperatures crawling back down through the 40s by the middle of next week even though it's going to be cooler still going to be close to average for this time of year right now we're at 48 degrees with a partly cloudy sky south wind at 17 miles an hour bringing that wind chill down to 42 but still got to compare that the last week where that's nothing compared to what we had to endure yeah 48
2: degrees for a of right now and this time tomorrow morning about 25 or 26 degrees
6: yeah, we're up and down. I guess you, you, we just don't know what to wear when we go out the
2: door anymore,
6: do we? You know, Steve, Steve Ted, at least we're not up and then all the way down like what happened a week ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I understand they, they're opening up the streets in Buffalo so folks can go in and out now. And I guess the National Guard was going door to door looking for yeah. folks who might have some problems. So they're getting back to semi-normal up there, I guess, getting some of their smoke, snow cleared away so they can get back, life can be back to normal.
6: Yeah. Mother Nature helping out too with temperatures actually expected to warm up for them too. That's going to help melt a lot of that snow up there. That's in Buffalo. All
2: right. Thank you, Ron L. The KSS Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen, Ted of the Morning here on KNSS Thursday, December 29th. Ted, we've got what, two days left in the year or uh, one day left, I guess, after this? Uh, Yeah, today, tomorrow, and Saturday. Saturday, Yeah. Three days. Uh, Three days. We had a partly cloudy, windy, warmer day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 59, as Ronell said earlier. Normal high for the day, 43. And when you look at a high today of 55 here in our forecast, and one week ago the tie high for the day was 2. <laughs> I'm glad I'm uh, Holy! I'm glad m- we're where we're at now. Holy mackerel. On this date of 1954, Fort Scott, Kansas, was buried under 26 inches of snow in 24 oh my hours. Oh, gosh to establish what, at that time, was a Kansas state record. Fort Scott, Kansas. Steve, it's headed of the morning here on Kansas. then. Yep. Mm. The uh and the, uh, has 714 now. At, it's on December 29th. And on this date in 1890, the Wounded Knee Massacre took place in South Dakota. It's an estimated 300 Sioux Indians were killed by U.S. troops sent to disarm them. That uh, is not a very bright... Uh, Moment in our U.S. history, especially in our, our Western U.S. history, uh, some bad things going on in those days between the Native Americans and the and the and the Army. Ted Danson's having a birthday today, seventy five years old. I'm still stealing a little bit from the blur, I guess today, but star of Cheers. Uh, and I, I saw him you know, when he comes. He comes in with uh, what the Rangers and and uh, saving Private Ryan. Remember that he's he's, he's in cap- that yeah he's a captain. Yes, I'd forgotten that. He's got his Thompson submachine gun and he's here, comparing talking to, to to watch his face. But uh, yeah, he's a good serious actor. He he had it he did well. But uh, now you see him in the TV commercials. Guy had great hair, didn't
3: he? Oh, he's got a great head of hair. Oh yeah, Ted Danson. The, and of course. Now he's got it all. It's all silver haired. Silver haired yeah. Ted
2: Danson. And he uh, he of course co-starred for years with Kirstie Alley from Wichita. In in Cheers, how about that? What else we got going on? He's time. funny in just about every show he's in. He he does have a he does a great a, job. Kind of a dry, yeah. And, his, uh, and, and of course, in Cheers, he was supposed to be an ex baseball player for the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw him in an episode where he actually showed him trying to throw a baseball.
3: Nope, not really. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not his deal. Yeah, Jimmy Pearsall, Here we go. He's so funny in the Good Place and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. He's just good. He's a funny everything. guy. Yeah. He's, he's great. Great, yeah, he's getting that yeah, like you said, he's getting that big time commercial money now. Oh, that's a, that's no run right? companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last evening, uh, Shelly and I were heading out uh, for
2: dinner with uh, my brother uh, uh, Jerry and Dorothy his his wife and uh, we stopped by the car wash. Shelly is compulsive about this. She wa- she wants to get that gunk off that car just as often as possible. So she she buys the monthly ticket at the car wash north of our kay. Our house up there in uh, up at near 21st and uh, Meridian. So if she wanted to stop by and they do a good job. They do a good job. They also, they offer you, if you have, we didn't have time, but they'll offer you these uh, little towels you can use to clean up the car. It's a pretty good deal.
3: It's a, you have to, a lot you, of people. have out. to use your own. T- hmm? I thought they cleaned it. You have to use your own? Well, something, you know, when you do the detail afterwards, you want to wipe down the chrome and everything. It makes they don't noise. do it for you? Oh, no. What well, are you paying for this then? This is a car wash. You pay for a car wash. not a, you not for a, not for not a car wash soap.
2: A car- yeah. Water and soap. I and thought they
3: were supposed to do that for you. Oh, that
2: they, they do the hard part. They do the hard part. It gets uh, all the gunk off there, so you don't have to do that by hand. Oh, and by the way, their uh <laughs> their vacuum cleaners were all being operated last night. Apparently vacuum, they thought anybody do their anybody wants to, come on in. Do the vacuum if you want to. So <laughs> I'm not gonna give them a plug, but there they are. You know who they are. Seven seventeen Stephen Ted. Make it seven eighteen Stephen Ten in the morning, and uh, I went ahead and uh, Crashed last night, went to sleep, but Shelly stayed up for the entire football game. Oh, my. Liberty Bowl. She was
3: in for the whole four oh, and a half she's, hours. She's never been a big oh football fan, gosh. but this year she was she was into it last well, night. Well, it was. Wow. It wasn't very good for two and a half quarters, but yeah. things got pretty exciting at the end at the 40, 64th annual Liberty Bowl in Memphis yesterday. Kansas playing in a bowl game for the first time in 14 years. The Jayhawks taking on Arkansas. Arkansas dominated this game for most of the game KU was still down by two touchdowns with a minute to go but found a way to rally and score two touchdowns in the final minute got it into overtime into double overtime into triple overtime Arkansas went on top by two the Jayhawks had one play to tie it up and get it into a fourth overtime you heard the game last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH
1: now Kansas from the left hash three yards out
0: yeah and this is shocker news Kansas is do or die (laughs) <laughs> They've been facing this for about the last 45 minutes Jason Bean comes in as a receiver left side
1: Daniels in the pistol, fake a handoff, they pitch to Bean, Bean rushing right side, looking to the end zone, Bean throws last minute, too high, incomplete, Fairchild was wide open, he tried to throw to the back of the end zone to Arnold, and the pass is airmailed, and the game ends with Arkansas escaping
2: in overtime, 55-53, to Jason Bean's throw too tall. What were they trying to do? Was a touchdown or a no. conversion?
3: Well, you only have one play to tie it up. It's from the, like, two-and-a-half-yard line. Okay. That's what you do in the third overtime. Each team just gets the ball on the two-and-a-half. Oh, I see. Okay. just I don't go know. back and forth until someone scores and someone doesn't. Wow. Arkansas scored. KU didn't. Mm. Arkansas wins the game. Plus, KU quarterback Jalen Daniels with a school record 544 passing yards and five touchdowns, and yet they took the ball out of his hands on that last play. He, had, he was no effect. They thought oh, they would man. fake the other team yeah, out. Yeah, they were trying. I mean, you're in triple overtime. You've run every play you got twice <laughs> already or three <laughs> times. So I know you're running out of plays. But, oh, man, I would have liked to have seen Jalen Daniels had a chance to do something on that play. Anyway, Jayhawks lose their first bowl game in 19 years. KU finishes the year with a record of 6-7. and seven. They did lose seven of their last eight. But they did go to a bowl game for the first time in 14 years. Men's basketball action last night. Wichita State opening up conference play on the road at Central Florida. Yeah. The Shockers didn't score as many points as the KU football team did. was <laughs> at a premium last night. The Shockers just couldn't quite get things going. Too many turnovers and did not make a shot in the final five minutes. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Lobs inside, picked off by Poto. Jumped in front of Michael Durr and intercepted. Flanagan ahead to Okafor Shoot on the it. right wing in front <laughs> court. Shoot it now. <laughs> Gus trying to get it to somebody, to Flanagan. Right side of the floor. Now dribbles to the middle, out beyond, out by the timeline. Penetrates a little to the left side. Flips it over to Pierre. Three by Jerron, way short. Rebound batted oh! up and hit the backboard. Oh! Okafor tried to tip it in and it bounced off. And the rebound to Theo Horton for
1: UCF. Well, the other guys need to get on the boards. He was the only guy on the boards.
3: Yeah, in the last five minutes, the Shockers missed all six shots and also had three turnovers. So nothing in the final five minutes. A season-low 45 points. Central Florida wins the game 52-45. The Shockers drop their conference opener, fall to 7-6 and six on the season. Hockey, boy, the red-hot Wichita Thunder, they win again. Second-place Thunder beats the Allen Americans 5-2 downtown. InTrust Bank Arena, final home game of the year 2022. The Wichita Thunder now on a five-game winning streak. And they added another one to the streak last night. And we go back 60 years ago on this day, Steve. One of the great wins in Shocker basketball history. At Levitt Arena, 16th-ranked Wichita beat 2nd-ranked Ohio State. Big 71-54 as the Shockers shot 58% from the field. And they were led by their super sophomore, Dave Stallworth, who had Mm. 22 points. Attendance, 11,357. It's still the biggest crowd ever at the Roundhouse. Mm, They had people stuffed in two to a seat. They had people everywhere in that building as the Shockers routed second-ranked Ohio State. People knew the Shockers were for real that year. Yep. That was good stuff.
2: I think that's, they got my attention. You know, I still have my autograph that you got for me, my autograph picture, photo of Dave Stallworth shooting. Uh, did I get that for yeah. you, or someone else did?
3: No, I think it was you. you sure. All right. It hey. might have been Kennedy, but yeah. Boy, but, one of the know, great. What year was that? Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Yeah. One of the great wins in shocker basketball history. Biggest crowd ever for the Roundhouse. That was sixty years ago today. Was Ron Hiller in there, or not? Was that after him? Well, we'll have to look up who was on that roster. It's all worth it. okay. Yeah. That was a great game. You bet. That's sports with Stephen Ted. All right, Ted, it's
2: uh, 723 now. Stephen Ted in the morning coming up. House call for health. Unprofessional workplaces may hurt your health. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
1: Coney awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
2: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 730 on this Thursday morning, 48 degrees. China's hospitals are swamped with patients as COVID cases spike throughout that country, and now travelers leaving China are being impacted. Fox's Alex Hogan has more.
7: Cases are soaring, and that could implicate travelers. So if anyone is traveling from China to the U.S., they will need to get a PCR or a test that has been administered by an official within two days of their flight that will take effect on January 5th for all adults, children who are two years of age or older. Now, this news does follow a move by other countries that we've seen today. And in recent days, Italy, Japan, Malaysia, Taiwan have all now required negative covid tests the uk and germany say that they're monitoring the situation closely to determine whether or not they will need to take similar measures as well
2: china recently stopped sharing daily reports about covid cases and hospitalizations
3: the kansas department of health and environment has issued a boil water advisory for the city of Colwich public water supply system in sedgwick county advisory took effect yesterday it will stay in effect until the conditions that place the system at risk of bacterial contamination are resolved Officials issued the advisory because of a, pipe, a piping break and low water pressure in the distribution system. Failure to maintain required water pressure may put the system at risk for bacterial contamination.
2: Kansas has banned the use of TikTok on state-issued devices. The action Wednesday to restrict the popular social media app comes five days after Congress approved the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill that banned TikTok from most U.S. government-issued devices for employees. Governors in at least 15 states have already imposed such restrictions. Kansas Governor Kelly citing the same concerns that other states have
3: about security and the privacy of users' data. A 97-year-old woman convicted of being an accessory to more than 10,000 Nazi murders is appealing her verdict. Irmgard Feuchner's case may be the last ever to go to
7: trial over the Nazi Second World War atrocities. Then a teenager, Feuchner was a secretary at the Stutthof concentration camp. Last week, she was given a two-year suspended sentence. The court rejecting a defence claim there was insufficient proof she was aware of the systematic killings. The judge saying she must have noticed what went on. German law allows anyone who helped Holocaust death and concentration camps to function be prosecuted as an accessory to murder. The case will now go to a federal court.
2: Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A new edition has been revealed at the National World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C.,
1: During a ceremony on December 20th, the President Franklin Delano Roosevelt D-Day prayer plaque was unveiled at the memorial's Circle of Remembrance. Roosevelt's D-Day prayer was not included on the World War II memorial when it was completed and dedicated in 2004. In 2014, however, President Obama signed into law the legislation directing that it be added to the memorial. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks for the National Park Service, said that it's going to be a great addition to the site. He said that it links back to the original memorial and it's going to be a great setting for the centerpiece of the prayer plaque. The Circle of Remembrance is expected to be open to the public by the end of the year and a formal dedication will take place in 2023. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
2: Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
4: Good morning. A fairly warm start to the day for us. It'll be mostly sunny and breezy with a high 55 this afternoon. The cold front arrives later on today, turning winds around to the west, gusting up to 30 miles per hour. We'll have falling temperatures into tonight, our low 28. Sunny on Friday with a high 48. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday.
2: Now partly cloudy, 48 degrees and we have a south wind at 17 miles per hour. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks. Find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the Clock Tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Seven thirty-five now. Stephen ten in the morning here on KNSS, and we have some crime news coming out of Southeast Kansas, where the Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Neosho County Sheriff's Office announced an arrest connected to the death of Elena Espria of Chanute. Wednesday, 37-year-old Joseph DeLuca was served an arrest warrant for second-degree murder at the Cumberland County Detention Center in Fayetteville, North Carolina, where he was already incarcerated on unrelated charges. On December 6th, the 47-year-old Espria was found near a residence in Chanute. She was pronounced dead at the scene. The KBI says the investigation continues. That's some news coming out of southwest Kansas this morning. Stephen Ted in the morning here on says coming up. A after 8 o'clock this morning, we'll talk with uh, Adrian Byrne, Cedric County Health Director. The cold and flu season is on us. It's <laughs> Great. really on some of us. It's already been here. Yeah. Uh, just a few minutes ago in our sports this morning. And I've, you know, when you talk about the 1962 Shocker basketball team beating uh, Ohio State, a huge upset. Number two ranked Ohio State. And as a young kid, I'm a, in Hadley, at Hadley Junior High School trying to play basketball. Dave Stallworth was just outstanding. Of course. And then I was looking at, I got the roster here, and our good friend uh, Ron Heller was off. He was gone by then. He was not on the roster. Ron Heller was done by then. Nate Bowman was on there. Of course, he wound up in the NBA, right? Uh, The big guy from Dallas. Uh, Leonard Kelly was one of the the guards in the other one. Ernie Moore was an outstanding player. Boy.
3: David Leach. Remember Dave Leach? Boy, there were some good players on that roster. Leach's alley.
2: Bob Long was on the roster. The football player. Yeah, the guy that played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, played in the Super Bowl for the pre- yeah, for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That was in nineteen sixty two as the shockers upset Oklahoma State,
3: or Ohio State. I don't want to do all sports this morning, but I would, you know, get kind of excited about this. No, it was one of the great shocker wins of all time, yeah. sixty years ago today. There's somebody out there listening right now who's there. I'm sure there are many I th- who were at that game. I think Well it was the biggest crowd in roundhouse history, so there were a lot of people. There were eleven thousand mm-hmm. three hundred plus there.
2: I think that may. Have, that was in eighth grade. It was uh, on that, a Saturday. That might have been the night that uh, my dad picked me up. There was a somebody had a party at the uh, Country Acres Swim Club, uh, the Country Acres Swimming Pool House. There, uh, what do you call the facility? The little pool club. House? Yeah, pool house club or whatever. And it was just some eighth graders got together. I think this is when it happened. Yeah, and I came out. My dad was there to pick me up at nine o'clock or. Whatever you know, so I go out and get in the car, and he has got that game on the radio. I'll bet he did. And I'm listening; we're listening to that together. And one of the high points of a, a dad son relationship, uh, Rick Weaver was doing the play by play from KFH, and I, I'll never forget that. It was exciting. I mean, yeah, that's on the radio. It was awesome. outstanding. Okay, seven thirty eight now, Stephen ten in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, I'm talking about this air travel turmoil today. I've never had any. Any big problems in air travel? Have you, Ted, uh, lost bag? Well, I tell you what. We went to uh, Washington, D.C., and I think we got a bag misplaced. But we got it retrieved real quick somehow. I don't remember how, but my wife, uh, when she started started working at Rent-A-Center, when uh, when that was a really, really hot hot commodity around here, and she put in about eight years at Rent-A-Center, and some of the time she did some traveling. So she... She learned how to the ins and outs of of uh, air travel, and she drove me nuts because she would not get there. She would not get to the airport early. Like I want to be there like three <laughs> three hours early and sit around and wait for so I can get on the plane. It didn't bother her to be running down the corridor. Yeah, just you know, just, running there like OJ Simpson jumping. As over you're lane. there, they're not leaving without you. And she said, And connecting flights, don't worry, we'll make it." We we'll might, yeah. So she was kind of <laughs> she was kind of laissez faire, but uh we never had any problems with with air travel haven't done that much i'll tell you what though when you get in a, here's the thing if you go to europe and you're on that airplane that goes over the ocean for 9 hours and there's no way to get comfortable nope, that's a long haul but you can't drive to europe that's uh, the You can't do that mm. okay amazon is testing out new delivery options of course what now the retail giant testing drone delivery in locations in oh, texas and okay. california thought they were already doing that. Well, Yeah, once the delivery system is official, customers can place prime air orders on eligible products. The drones can carry packages up to 5 pounds and can fly up to 50 miles per hour. Wow, 50 miles an hour. Of course, in our neighborhood, they, somebody
3: would probably shoot it down with a shotgun. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's too heavy for the Mr. Pib. My sister got me a 12-pack of Mr. Pibb from Amazon. She did? For Christmas. For Christmas? It weighs a lot more than 5 pounds.
2: Yeah, you With all you? that
3: packaging and yeah. So, where do you order that from? A, from the brewery, something from Amazon. From Amazon.
2: Wow, you didn't tell me you got Mister Pitt for Christmas. Yeah,
3: she, she got me a twelve pack for my birthday, and that had that ran its. I think I ran out about that mid-November. Hmm. I get it. I use more. it very judiciously. Now, now I have you... a new twelve pack to get me through the next few months.
2: Now you've got a source, and maybe a drone. Will, it's too heavy for a drone, huh? Okay. And I was upset the other day. I went into a. The store and I was going to buy a twelve pack of uh, Coca Cola, okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where I'd been, but I looked on the price because I've been used to spending like three and a half bucks for a twelve pack, and it, all of a sudden it's for a almost eight bucks. Yeah, it's twice that. Bang! Yeah. It just like, and I get huffy and left. And then I got to thinking, you know, if you spend eight dollars for what twelve cokes? For twelve, yeah. That's under a buck a piece. Yeah. And you can't do that in a vending machine anywhere, or anything like no, that. No, so, not really. Yeah, come to think of it, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> a real bargain. All right, Steve at Ted in the morning here, 741 uh, on KNSS. And uh, coming up, we've got uh, the Wichita Business Journal update on mm-hmm. the way. And uh, homes sell quickly in Wichita. We have some numbers for you. Well, there's not su- that many of them. May surprise you a little you. bit. They uh, Homes don't stay on the market very long here. Nope. That's on the way. Steve at Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
5: Stephen said in the morning, KNSS.
2: 746 here on this Thursday morning, December 29th. Three big things.
4: Three.
2: Liberty Bowl, Arkansas 55, Kansas 53 in triple overtime.
4: Two.
2: Kansas Governor Kelly bans the use of TikTok on all state-issued devices. One. Southwest Airlines delays and cancels hundreds more flights today. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. The gas prices in the
7: Wichita area this morning, high-end $269 a gallon. That's a pretty common price out there. Uh, I'm seeing lower prices here and there, $265 a gallon, several stations there. Best price I've seen, though, so far this morning, uh, $260 a gallon. I spotted $260 on South Hydraulic, north of I-135.
2: Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly sunny and breezy today with a high of 55 degrees. Partly cloudy and cool tonight, the overnight low 26. Friday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 48 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 48 degrees. We have a south wind at 17 miles per hour. Steve at 10 in the morning on KNSS, we had a down day on Wall Street Wednesday.
3: Stocks closed lower across the board as investors assess the implications of China's easing of COVID restrictions on global growth. The Dow closed down 366 points. The Nasdaq fell 139. The S&P lost 46. Speaking of China, is this a case of here we go again? Let's hope not. As the U.S. announces new COVID-19 testing requirements for travelers from China because of a surge in infections there. Thousands of stranded Southwest Airlines customers who are turning to competing airlines to get them where they want to go are getting some sympathy. Rival carriers have capped fares in some cities. This in response to the spike in last-minute bookings made after Southwest canceled thousands of flights. I'm Karen McHugh, Fox News.
2: Former President Donald Trump's tax returns are expected to be released by the House Ways and Means Committee Friday, tomorrow. That's according to a congressional aide who was not authorized to discuss the timing of the release publicly and spoke on condition of anonymity. Friday is the next time the house is scheduled to meet for a routine pro forma session.
3: Let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Even as recent data showed a cool down in local home sales, a new national report indicates that Wichita is one of the top U.S. cities for getting a home sold quickly. House Method is a homeowner resource website. It found Wichita homes stayed on the market for about a week and a half, an average of 10 days in October. That's tied for number three in the nation among the 150 largest metropolitan areas. Two cities in Pennsylvania, Harrisburg and Lancaster, were tied at the top of the list. Only houses were on the market there for about eight days on average. Omaha was among four metros, matching Wichita for third place. Comparing house method to a separate locally-based source, South Central Kansas MLS data for October Found a home for sale in Sedgwick County, stayed on the market for about 16 days, but a median time of six days.
2: Rachel Lang Mills is growing her leadership responsibilities in the family business. Lang Real Estate announces that Lang Mills, daughter of Jeff Lang, the company's founder and longtime Wichita business owner, entrepreneur, and developer, is now president of Real Estate at Large, the parent company of of Lang Real Estate. In the role, she not only will continue to manage Lang Real Estate, the residential and commercial firm where she was serving, she has served as supervising broker, but will also be a leader in real estate development and real estate investments at other Lang entities. That's business news this morning, courtesy of the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning here on this Thursday morning. A couple of days left in the year. Ted, and 2022 will be history. Toast behind us. Uh, what an interesting football game last night, a bowl game, the mm. Liberty Bowl, with uh, KU and Arkansas going at it for four, for four, and, a four and, and a half hours. But there was a lot of excitement the last Well, yeah, the last, right uh, last hour and a half of that was pretty interesting. I had a question about the, the Liberty Bowl,
3: and it's played in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Why do they call it the Liberty Bowl? Did you look this up? No. I, do I you know? barely glanced at it. it. Because it started in Philadelphia.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So the deal was, and their symbol was the Liberty Bell and all that. So right. originally it was a, it was a, I think it was one of the first college bowl games that wasn't played in the South. Maybe it was the first. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, everything back then, everything was in Miami and Dallas and New Orleans and, and Pasadena. Because it was colder weather. And yeah. Phoenix. But, yeah, I think uh, the Liberty Bowl, I think, was the first one that was a northern city. And it was in Philadelphia for a few years. And then the guy that ran it. I don't, I don't know if he got crossways with the people in Philadelphia. or They just weren't getting the attendance they needed. And he started looking for other cities to move it to. And I guess Memphis welcomed him with open arms and said, we want this bowl game. And that's where it's been for a long, long time now, for 50 or 60 years. We had, Jelly and I had kind of a discussion last night with the KU game going
2: on about bowls. And I said, you know, when I was a kid, I don't remember there's more than a half dozen bowl games. And she said, don't, weren't they all played on New Year's Day? I yeah. said, yeah,
3: all of them. Which is, you know, it's going to bring a little tear to my eye when K State is playing in the Sugar Bowl on the morning of New Year's Eve. I'm like, the Sugar Bowl should be oh, New, Year's, New Year's Day. New Year's Day night. night. That was always the last bowl game, the Sugar Bowl. Okay, so when. That's eh, all different. So now.
2: we were growing up, yeah. th- there was the Orange Bowl, mm-hmm. Sugar Bowl, Cotton Bowl in Dallas, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and the Rose Bowl. Those were the, the, the big four. Those were the big four. And the there shockers, were a few minor ones. Shockers in '63 played in the Sun Bowl. Sun which Bowl, which is one of the longer-running ones in yeah. El Paso.
3: Any other bowl games you can remember other than those? No, I mean, bowl there was game. always like the Blue Bonnet Bowl in Houston. Yeah. was one of those that was around. All right. Bowl game. The Fiesta yeah. Bowl kind of turned itself into a big-time bowl. But, but it started all, kind of small.
2: In, in, the, in the old, old days, they all played on, on New Year's
3: Day. Yeah, but basically they were all, almost all played on New Year's Day. All right, so things have changed over the years. It's all changed as well. And you had and usually in my mind, the college football season should still end on New Year's Day. That <laughs> yeah. should they should play the national championship game on New Year's Day. That'd be great. Said yeah. they played it on like the eighth or the ninth. Or, like by that time,
2: another everybody's thing, moved on. Another thing, the bowl games always had the best teams in the country, not teams that were six and six.
3: Yeah, that's and the other thing.
2: Can't, but KU and Arkansas, were well, they both 6-6? and They they're both 6-6 six and, six, they're both right? six and six going into the game. Gave a for a good ball game yeah. anyway for a couple of 6-6ers. Six All right. That was exciting last night as KU came close, but they didn't get it done there at the end. And today is uh, – I know you're going to celebrate this day, Ted. Today is National Paula Day. Today, the name Paula has Latin roots, you know, meaning small and humble. It dates back to the classical era in the fourth century when a wealthy Roman widow devoted her life to helping the poor and eventually became a saint. The name Paula has much staying power in the US. It dates back as far as eighteen eighty. P A U L A? Yeah. Is there a Saint Paula? Hmm.
3: It says, here it is. I don't know. I'm just trying to think if I know any Paula. I've hmm. you, you know only Paula I've known has been a fantastic lady. Okay. So that also, so I, I love. As a result, I really love that name.
2: That's yeah, it's not. Yeah, but I have a good good friend, uh, Paula Kid Casey. Who she's just become friends over the past couple of years. But she's married to an old, an old classmate of mine. She's a nice lady, Paula. So there's the Paula It's Holiday. Paula this service that we have celebrates names every now and then. Okay. We had Stephen the other day. Mm. So it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, so you know somebody Saint Paula says say, name Paula say hey it's Holiday. All right, it's uh, 7.54. Now, coming up at 8 o'clock, top of the hour, we've got uh, Steve and Ted and the 8 o'clock hour. And we want you to stay with us. We've got more on that Southwest Airlines delays and cancellation story. Big, big story. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted?
3: Yeah, we'll have highlights from that Liberty Bowl game last night for the Jayhawks and, of course, our weekly Minute with Mitch on Thursday mornings. Previewing the Chiefs will be coming up after sports as well.
2: Plus, entertainment news, the blur is on the way.
3: Yeah, we're putting together entertainment news in the blur. we got some interesting tidbits and information to give you. I'm looking forward to it. That'll be at 835 this morning.
2: We have traffic and weather. And
3: also in the 8 o'clock hour this morning, Sedgwick County Health
2: Director Adrian Byrne will be with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with us. Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.